whenever I would go over to friends' houses, I would notice that they have regular ketchup. They don't have the low sugar <laughs> one. They have regular soda drinks. They don't have diet soda. They have regular ranch, not ranch light. They have regular Chips Ahoy. They don't have the little 100-calorie Chips Ahoy little packs. And then just just kind of being aware of that. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I have an eating disorder. And I'm not saying that I hate my body. But being hyper aware of that at a young age definitely has taken a toll on some sort of aspect of my body image. Again, it's not like I hate myself. But I am hyper aware of what I look like and maybe the image in my head is a little like distorted yeah. from what I actually look like. Like I definitely do think we both have some sort of body dysmorphia. body dysmorphia. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main F's in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm going to show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Okay, so as promised, part two to the Almond Mon podcast that I did a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I wanted to bring on my daughter. You know, I actually had a conversation with my oldest son, which you know, really shed some light into some of the things that he saw. But I really wanted to bring Kamele on because as I, you know, mentioned in this last episode, it was that, you know, while I didn't have answers or solutions to what was talked about, I did challenge all of you to go to your older children and ask them, you know, what were some of the things that you saw me doing or saying that, you know, has had an impact on you? But first, I wanted to ask Kamele because, you know, she is on TikTok and she is on Instagram and she knew what an almond mom was before even what I knew what an almond mom was. So hello, Kamele. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) So tell me what you, you know, what you've seen like on social media about what an almond mom is. And, you know, of course, we've talked about where it comes from with um, Yolanda Hadid and her craziness and everything that she discussed, but what, you know, have you seen and what do you kind of, you know, chalk it up as being, um, like to me, an almond mom is just any mom that is obviously diet obsessed, image obsessed, constantly chasing some sort of like vanity thing, whether it is a certain body type or they just obviously have food issues. Like they don't even want to be seen eating certain things they subconsciously like I don't think they really realize it but they talk about like eating certain foods over other foods Mm -hmm. making those choices on a day-to-day basis um I like even some almond moms I would say like maybe they don't think that they're doing this but they often judge other people for what they eat I don't Mm. think they realize it but they do 
That's a good one. And I, you know, as I mentioned in the last podcast, like I just thought that I was like the better person by me never talking negatively about my body. But, you know, like Kamele mentioned, you know, it's sometimes like the commentary maybe we could make about food or and, and that wasn't even the case with me, but it could be just the things they see you do. You know, when I discussed it with my oldest son, Kai, you know, he made a really um, interesting observation in that he never saw me eat breakfast on vacations. And we would go and stay at these places that had like these, you know, buffets for breakfast. And, you know, he's like, I always thought it was, you know, weird that you didn't eat with us, you know, and it, it, and it made him sad because he's like, I just thought that you were really conscious of, you know, what you were eating. So that brought me to the conversation with you. You know, we had part of this conversation on the way home on that in the car ride where we were talking about it. But, you know, I would consider myself an almond mom light in that maybe I didn't talk, you know, did you hear me talk bad about my body? No, I never, here's the thing. We never heard you say a single bad thing about your body, but I knew you were not comfortable in your body, mm. which was hard because I would see sometimes where you're obviously more fit than I but you are not comfortable in your body. Interesting. And it does make me sad sometimes because I think you look amazing. I wish you like had the confidence to like not wear your jacket every time you go out to wear a certain thing that maybe you wouldn't gravitate towards because you're not comfortable showing skin or right. whatever. Whether it's like, I don't even think it's like a modesty thing. No. I think it's just being uncomfortable in your body like, Totally. A night out wearing a tank top. That's like a challenge for us. And I, yeah. I wondered if that was something in terms of like, you know, the unspoken things, you know, I probably always wear shorts at the beach. You know, I thought about that. Yeah, I've never, I've never even really seen you in shorts, period. And I've never really seen you in like bikini a, bottoms specifically. Like, yeah. I've and that's even now, you. like currently. Yeah, I've never seen you wear that. And I think subconsciously, it's like, obviously, I think my mom is gorgeous. And I think she looks amazing. But it's also like, well, why is she so covered up? And she has abs and she looks amazing. If I had a body like that. I would be walking around in bikinis all day long. And I think that's why I wanted to do this episode with you is because I didn't realize that, you know, I mean, I remember when I was heavier and I would have friends like even in high school that would like complain about their bodies and how they look so gross. And I remember thinking in my head, well, if they think they look gross, then what am I? So yeah. I wondered if you ever felt that way because, you know, and this isn't like me bragging, but I have been in a magazine, you know, I have had yeah. some really cool opportunities with my physique in that, you know, I did wonder if, man, you know, I really hope that my own, you know, and again, not speaking about it, but just what is unseen, you yeah. know, me not wanting to wear certain things, you know, had an effect on you. But I mean, like, other than that, like growing up in a household that like whenever I would go over to friends' houses, I would notice that they have regular ketchup. They don't have the low sugar <laughs> one. They have regular soda drinks. They don't have diet soda. They have regular ranch, not ranch light. They have regular Chips Ahoy. They don't have the little 100 calorie Chips Ahoy little packs. And then just just kind of being aware of that. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I have an eating disorder. And I'm not saying that I hate my body. But being hyper aware of that at a young age definitely has taken a toll on some sort of aspect of my body image. Again, it's not like I hate myself. But I am hyper aware of what I look like 
And maybe the image in my head is a little like distorted yeah. from what I actually look like. Like I definitely do think like we both have some sort of body dysmorphia, body dysmorphia but anyone that works out sometimes that does have it in that way. Like I don't know, I don't know if everyone, but a lot of us that have been working out and you know that you are making progress and I can see it like not that progress is measured on the scale but I can see the scale go down and I know I'm like like right now I just happen to be the lightest that I've ever been but my brain tells me I look exactly the same right it's like there's some sort of part of that that is you know tied in with just always being hyper hyper aware what do you think um I could have done different, you know, to, to change that for you. I honestly don't know. You like, know I, I mean, really couldn't give you an answer because the problem is it's like, you know, you never like growing up, you never said anything about calories or anything like that. Never, I've right? never heard you say like, I look fat today. I've never heard you say that, but I did notice that you wouldn't wear shorts. You wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't wear certain things. I've always seen you wear, have a sweater on always you know head to toe covered in fabric like not really like showing a lot of skin and like and I don't even I don't know how you would do it differently to be honest because I also wouldn't want you to like let us pig out and do whatever we want like I'm very grateful for having like a healthy family because like I don't know if this is this is not fat shaming but I wouldn't want to be unhealthy and look a certain way older if you didn't tell me how to take care of myself. Right. Put it that way. So it's like, it's like that double-edged sword, you know, yeah. it's like, I do buy the low sugar, you know, ketchup. Yeah. I do buy diet soda, but, and, and, you know, some parents are like, you, you know, that's just uh, too controlling. But on the other hand, I think, you know, a 10 year old doesn't have the discernment to know when to stop. It's like a puppy, yeah. a puppy that just eats until they're sick. But the way you know? that I am thankful is like, I have seen some, like when I was a kid, I saw other, you know, overweight kids get bullied. And I am very thankful that that wasn't me. Right. And that wasn't me probably because I was always surrounded by activity and fitness and just be mindful of portions and what you're eating, know what you're eating. But at the same time, I know how it's such young a... is too young to know what you're eating. I know. And even if you're not speaking about it, it's like, I the mean. The kids know. They exactly. Know. Because yeah. think about, I thought about what about my exercise? Because we did kind of talk about this. So like, I, as a kid, you probably equate success yeah. to what? Well, I always <laughs> knew you. I knew you as a cardio bunny growing up. Like, you were always about the cardio. We had two cardio machines in our little garage gym growing up. And expensive. I mean, I had that Ramadine elliptical. I remember you running up and down the stairs like all day long. Like it's crazy. Like, and it's not that I was a kid running around all over the place thinking that that was how I was going to be skinny. Like I wasn't even thinking that, but I think that I did think of like, oh, well, my mom's doing a lot of like rigorous activity to look a certain way. So maybe that's what, being fit means obviously now I know that that's not what that means even you have learned that that's not what that totally and being hyper-focused like I saw that old video that you posted of us like working out and here I am with like the body bug on my arm and (laughs) all the get all the gizmos all the gadgets gadgets to like to to track calories right yeah and and even though I wasn't talking about it you know even Kai because he was a little bit older than you he was like I did wonder, like, why you had, like, the thing on your arm. Well, it's kind of funny because it's like, look at dad. 
dad didn't do really anything that you did. You guys were so different. So it is like you were like the different person in our family almost in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the older that I got, I did understand the concept of you can have it all in moderation from you because I've never seen you say, oh, I can't have that. I yeah, I'm just like I'm oh, just like I oh no, I'm not. I shouldn't have that. I I I'm I've got a place to go to tonight. Oh, we're taking yeah. we're taking family pictures, so I better really dial it in. Yeah, this, like I didn't die down for my wedding. You probably I've didn't never see any. heard you say anything like that. I don't yeah. think it's for us. I don't think it's like a calorie thing and eating thing. I think it's just a body image thing, to be honest. Yeah. And that's, I think the subculture of fitness. And, you know, I would say even with like the almond mom, I mean, she was, you know, her daughter was a supermodel. So it is all about body because I wasn't really conscious of or self-conscious of my body when I first lost, maybe say like 50 pounds. Cause I wasn't in the subculture of like the gym, you know, like when you get into the gym and you see other people and you start comparing yourself, then, you know, it's like going, you know, to the gym here. You're like, okay, well they look this way. Maybe I shouldn't be wearing the crop top. Maybe. Whereas, you know, when you live in your own bubble, that's the power of like not caring what other people think, you know, just maybe four years ago, it was when Eric and I went to Mexico. It was the first time that I didn't wear shorts when I walked around the pool. And I mean, he was like so excited that I would do that. But I'm like, and it was because I saw that lady that was like in her seventies that was wearing shorts into the water. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. And I'm being that person. I'm not just like, if you want to wear the shorts, wear the damn shorts. Right. You know, yeah, but even I can't do that. Like <laughs> I can say, you can be like rah, rah, coach all you want. Like, yeah, confidence, but that's so hard. It's a work in it's progress. It's so hard. It does not matter. Like it doesn't matter if I, I know my brain logically knows that I've made progress. You can't yeah. be in the gym for two years and make absolutely no progress. I know I've gotten somewhere, but for some reason, it's like you look in the mirror and I clearly I'm not seeing what everyone else is seeing. You know right. what I mean? But it's yeah. like my clothes are getting loose. And yet for some reason, my brain is telling me nothing's changed. Like it's so hard. That is a really hard thing. So what do you think other parents, you know, what are some of the things that you would say were positive? I mean, I'd say one, allowing all the foods, right? Allowing like- all the foods and no negative self-talk. I will say I've never really had with myself. I've never really had a lot of negative self-talk. The only time I really have it is when I am on social media too much. More specifically, TikTok. Mm. I actually don't even post anything on TikTok anymore on my fitness account because every time I would go on my fitness account and scroll on my it's all the perfection it's all the highlights all the perfection and it's just so it's really bad and you don't know if they're photoshopped I mean like if you're listening to this I mean if you do have daughters one I mean you really should see who they're following you should be asking them like who are you following on social media because I've I've actually had to unfollow a lot of people like I'm sure they're great women and they look amazing but it's just not good for you so it was so hard seeing that yeah every single day and I'm like well I wish that was me why can't that be me yeah because you don't know what they're doing and at what cost they're doing it I mean I'm luckily in the industry long enough to know that I'm like you know what a transformation does not like you know really excite me anymore because I'm like yeah I know that you might be taking some steroids I know you might be you know taking some clenbuterol like whatever to to stay there and that's but but you being like our young eyes that are on social media our young girls they don't know that and next 
next thing you know, they could be like enticed to buy some fat burner, which really isn't yeah. a fat burner. I put that in quotations or, you know, what starve themselves. Like yeah. I'm thankful that that never was like a, a no. gateway for you. Yeah. I mean, my only it's, fear it's, probably would have been the cardio, like doing a yeah, lot of that. And yeah, luckily I stopped it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I saw you eat every single food. I've never saw you not eat. You know what I mean? I yeah. Because I got you. old. Yeah. I think because you were older. Because even Kai, you know, Kai was more of the, you know, he remembers, you know, like at Thanksgiving having like a lot of fake, I had made a lot of fake foods, you know, and daddy not being really, you know, happy with the, <laughs> the cauliflower mashers or things like that. And, you know, he just wondered because I was very small back then. Yeah. And just like, he was like, I did wonder, you know, why you wouldn't eat with us, especially because if it was in one of those binge cycles, I would not like I would come across as being like this healthy person. And then by the end of the night, me and daddy would be cheating on all the foods. You know what I mean? So but I will say, I think that if you're a mom listening to this and you have sons or daughters, I think it does affect your daughter more than yeah. sons because men just don't like, I don't, I honestly don't think men really like look at their bodies and assess the way that women do, or they don't have the same like level of insecurity. Yes. Unless you had an almond mom that I think that what they're seeing now is if you do have a mom that's like hyper-focused or a dad, I mean, yeah, there are men. True, I mean, yeah. I forget about bodybuilder yeah. men that are, you know, that's like true. talking about it because, you know, I mean, I look at someone like Eric, I mean, he's 49. He looks better than yeah. most people. So I do worry that sometimes what if Christian's like, I mean, if dad is not happy with where he is, like, why is, you know, why is daddy going on a diet or whatever it may be, then should I not be happy with myself? I think it's just, well, what I was going to say was like, you know, if you're a mom listening to this and and you have kids, then I think the hardest thing is just like, if you like mom, you obviously look great. Seeing your parent look quote unquote better than you and still not comfortable in their body, it kind of makes you feel like crap. Like it kind of makes you feel like, you know, to me, my mom looks amazing. I mean, my mom's had cancer for 10 years now. She has a six pack and she still is not 100% comfortable in her body. Like it kind of makes you feel like, man, like if that woman looks like that and she's not comfortable in her body, then yeah. what am I doing walking around and wearing you, this or this, you know? And, and I think you said it maybe like a year ago that it made me realize like I should just wear the shorts because you were like, mom, like. I mean, if you, you know, if you're not happy with where you are, I mean, what's that going to be like for me then? What am I chasing? Right. Because a lot of us don't, I I didn't realize that. And I think it's helped me to be like, I'll wear the shorts. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, you look so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I hope this helps you. I think more than anything, having the conversation like with your daughter or son, because you don't know what they're thinking about you. I was pretty shocked to hear Kai say the things he did because he's usually pretty quiet. And so when he was like, yeah, I did think you had some issues with food. And yeah, I did think you, you know, it was funny because this is like a side note, but I didn't really realize that we were like a, like a, could they say on TikTok, like, oh, do you live in a diet house? And then they show like all the foods and I'm like, oh my gosh, we have all that food in our house. (laughs) And I didn't realize it till growing up when I would be drinking like a diet Coke or like we would go somewhere and I would (laughs) order a diet Coke and people are like, are you on a diet? And I'm like, no. It's just like, what, what are you talking drink. about? And they're like, well, you're drinking Diet Coke. And I'm like, because I like the taste. <laughs> yeah. That what? was all you had growing up, yeah. right? And I'm like, what is the... Th- I Okay, that's the one thing I don't understand about all this Almond Mom stuff. There's like a category underneath it on TikTok that is about like Diet Coke is like 
linked to eating disorders. I love the taste. I don't know about you, but yeah. I love cracking open a cold Diet Coke <laughs> after a long day. So whoever started that needs to stop it because I'm not quitting my Diet Coke. Yeah, I don't think that's disorder. But I do think like it's like when we had parties, I would start to notice that we were different because I would have like all the diet sodas out. Yeah, for, like, and we're like, kids. what an amazing spread we have and here. They'd be like, where's the regular Fanta? They're like, yeah. <laughs> We're like, what? Or how about we diluting your juices? (laughs) You get like one third juice and like two thirds. I think every mom does that though. But yeah, I think having those conversations and, you know, being willing to have the hard conversations because it's the only way you change. Like me hearing you say those things like last year, you're like, mom, I think you look great. And like, I mean, what am I supposed to think of myself if you're already, if you're complaining about you? And then I'm like, wow, I have to be really... I, I need to be aware of that and make sure thing, we're all going through our own thing. We yeah. all have our own insecurities. And yeah. that's just the truth. And like, if you're a mom listening to this and you've gotten to the end of this podcast and you're ready to like beat yourself up for being a terrible mom, you're not, we're all learning. My mom thought that cardio was the key to fat loss. <laughs> and look at us now. We don't do any cardio. Okay. It's a learning process. So cut yourself some slack Yeah, because I feel like back in that day, that was the day of, fat burners and and weight watchers and it was. you know biggest loser remember that show yes. that was that era we've come into this new area where we're learning that we don't have to kill ourselves yeah and it should body. be a lifestyle and right we don't have to eat all the fake foods to get this body also so and it's like you know look at going back to almond mom the clip that started it all look at yolanda hadid like i don't no one out here is saying that she sought out to give her daughters an eating disorder she's just going off the knowledge that she knows that was just it and i think that's where people need to understand you do the best you can with what you know how she grew up in a different time they don't have the knowledge that we have now we can have it all and have that body back in her day she definitely was starving herself to get that body so she's just she's doing her best with what she knows yep we're all learning that is a perfect way to wrap this one up, you guys. I want to thank Kamaylee for coming again. I'm hoping that she'll be on for much more. I mean, who knows? Maybe she will, like, start her own podcast one day because I think, you know what? The younger generation just need to hear it because our our era, we had diet culture freaky. Like, we were, like, fanatics about it. And times have changed, like Kamaylee has said. And it's time to you know, really shift the way that we're doing things. It's not, you know, for a a set point of time, it's a lifestyle and a lifestyle doesn't happen overnight. And so it's just like with behaviors, you got to curtail them little by little, you know, I have to take all the advice from my kids and go, okay, well, I'm going to change this and I'm going to do that to be better. So thank you for joining us. Okay, I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend, you know, tag me in it. Go give me a review you, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me, you know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission.